Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. Heroes, this week we are concluding our Elfin Folk adventure. A huge thanks to Casey, Arnie, Stephen, and Mike for joining me on this one. It was a delight to play with them. Heroes, we are in the final few days of the Skyjack's Call of the Sky Kickstarter. The Kickstarter for the first volume of the Campaign Skyjack soundtrack. And we are closing in on $40,000, which is incredible. If we manage to hit 40, you'll unlock a stretch goal that will add a new song to the Captain's Edition of the album, and it will bring us so much closer to our final stretch goals. So if you haven't already, please head over to Kickstarter and search for Skyjacks the album, or go to bit.ly slash callofthesky.ks. Now with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. One, two, three, fans of one shot, we got a treat, a whole crew of people who are famously neat, we're coming together to play just for you, it's a duo of duos, there's Arnie Parrot, and he wrote this thing, and that's Casey Tony who discredited me, James Tomato's making sure it all runs smooth, it's a duo of duos, got Mike McDonald, he's so dang great, and Mike and I just can't believe it took me so many tries. If you need something done right the third time, call me. So, so sit back and listen because here we go. It's a duo of duos. Now let's get on with the show. So it's basically just <laughs> great job, Stephen. Thank you, Michael. And then improvise. And that's all I need from you guys. Cool. Okay, great. Sounds good. Go for it. Great job, Stephen. That Thank was you. really great. <laughs> Cut. Mapache is currently trying to slam Scarn off of his muzzle and and yeah. free himself so that he can get the rest of the elfin folk. Yeah, Scarn is is just. Aha, uh-huh, I've got you exactly where I want you, you pile of raccoonish garbage. <laughs> Just uh, grappling away, yeah. Uh, what does everyone else do? Are they out there? So he's out of the chimney? Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're like at the grate now, right. you know. Yeah. Has he busted out of the grate or is he at the grate and we can stand on the grate? I have been picturing kind of one of these cylindrical chimney grates that like, you know, would almost be kind of a cage with a little access hatch or whatever you've built into it. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's what I okay. see too. Uh, Mark tries to wrestle himself away from Roger. Let me go. Let me go. I, he's, I have to protect the other human. He's <laughs> <laughs> the only one who understands. Uh, well, oh, so, so, uh, but I can't give, I can't break free. I'm trying to break free, but you have um, your open folk strength. All right. So, so Roger, cause you know, we'd kind of like tussled and you'd kind of been like half knocked down at this point, but then, uh, Roger like pulls you up and, uh, says, don't matter what you are. You're a hero, ain't you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was, I am, I am one. Then uh, save all of us, you bastard. <laughs> Grab the thing by the neck. We'll hang it off the side. <laughs> uh, and he pulls. He's got his. He's got his like super belts on it. And from it, he pulls a uh, needle, a needle, sharp needle. Mm-hmm. And he goes to uh, stab the raccoon trap through the through the brain. Okay. Cool. Um, so that'll be yeah. It. That's 
Yeah, either power or agility. Well, they're both sixes, so... Mm. And I rolled a 10. Ooh, that is a critical failure. So what happens, I think you... I want to know about this suit. Like, is it a little Iron Man-y? Is it enhancing your strength? Do you have kind of... It's more, it's uh, like, yeah, it's a little Iron Man. It's like Adam a little bit, like the Adam. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it is like a, you know, there's a face part of it, but you can see my actual face through the screen. Does like have like, you know, protection and... It would have, like, I would have repulsor rays and all of that stuff if it was at all operational. But now it's just kind of a, it's almost more of a hindrance because it is heavy. It doesn't have, like, any of the uh, coolants or, like, the joints don't really work. It's more of, like, now just, like, a plastic suit of armor. Uh, And so also, to be clear, this thing was made in like 1976. Yes, this is 1976. This is old superhero tech. Oh, yeah. This is like old superhero tech. Uh, And I'm a little bit paunchier than I was in my heyday, so like it doesn't fit exactly right. So you have a little bit of a gut, actual like tufts of skin and belly. And it's easier, it's easier to get a bit of a gut when a Cheeto is like the size (laughs) of a fucking sofa to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. so I go, so yeah, critical fail. So I go to uh, stab this thing in the neck and I feel like the needle just breaks. Like it's just like probably old needle. It's like a rusty. I, I think, I think it's severe in a different way. Oh, okay. what, what I think happens, you, you go to stab this thing and I think there is kind of a bit of a flashback to okay, superhero great. battles of the past for you. You said you had emotional armor, correct? No, I have physical armor. Sorry. Physical armor. Okay, great. So so you're going to take some mental stress from great. this. Like, we flash back to one of your great battles. I got it. So he, in his mind's eye, he sees himself get up off, and he's a person. He's, like, in a regular building, like, sit, urban setting. He stands up, and he sees, like, one of his great foes, like, uh, Manasets, the human marmoset. <laughs> yes. Uh, who is just, he's like screeching at him uh, with fur, but like he's this weird, like half human, <laughs> half marmoset. And he pulls off the, you know, on his belt as a human, basically the lightsaber. This, you know, repulsor ray gun type blade. And he runs at it. But that's happening in his mind's eye. And his real, what's really happening is he huffs and puffs to get up. <laughs> A lot of aching, pulls out the needle, it flies out of his hand, scraggles to go get it, and I don't, and I think like, you know, the helmet kind of goes over his eyes a little bit, it's just like this huge embarrassment. Yeah, but you still attack with the force uh, that you would as though you were fighting against the mana set, (laughs) but instead of getting Mapache's neck or, or, you know, a vulnerable spot on this raccoon... The raccoon kind of baits you into hitting parts of the grate that do enough to weaken it so that he can fully smash through the grate and is now within his, you know, strange little pause reach of all of your friends is what's happened. Yeah. So Mouse... I, I've had some uh, trouble figuring out where where we all are in in relation to each other, but I do know that Mouse is inside, sort of of a 
probably slightly less than raccoon sized plastic robot. Mm-hmm. Um, and do we have access to the raccoon now? Like they're yes. through the gate mouse. If I, if I may, uh, I'm just going to take my two hands, which I believe have three prongs each, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just go ahead and uh, gouge out the raccoon's eyes. Uh, <laughs> and just pluck both eyes out. Obviously, if this doesn't work, I'm still just trying to buy us some time to get something. And as Mouse is arcade controlling this this robot, he says, "Time to log off." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think this is going to be a power roll, but. I think you are using one of your skills on it. My my read of this situation, like this is a well, actually, the what what skill would you think that Mouse is using to control this robot to gouge out a raccoon's eyes? So hacking. Wait, what? Mouse has hacked the robot. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is, I guess, a talent. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely talent scale. Uh, maybe. Because this is in the heat of the moment, it would be agility and like nimbleness. Well, I mean, like it might we might be doubling back to like, okay, but Mouse is giving instructions to the robot. So it's some sort of hacking type thing. Just tell me which one you want to use for it. This is going to be a very difficult role. So you are going to there's going to be a minus two to your talent in this and what you're trying to roll under here. And how um, did, so how do the talents work with rolls? So the talents allow you to roll two dice and take the Got better it. result. Awesome. Mm. Oh, nice. So, two so dice. What, what, which talent are you using? And uh, what is mouse, that at? Mouse is using hacking. Mm-hmm. And I will use the skill of. You know, I just kind of want to use my best skills, but mm-hmm. I don't want to yeah. be power gaming, you know? Uh, well, I mean, use, use your best skills. This is a raccoon Yeah, fight, right. Let's right? do vigilance. Like, we, gotta... we need to be vigilant to protect our friends and to keep the episode moving. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so... We yeah, got vigilance because seven... you're trying to use your reflexes and whatnot. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, and I rolled two So that's seven minus two, two so you need to get five or lower. Okay. Yo, I rolled two ones. Two Damn! ones. They were both ones. Nice. Yeah, Damn, dude. I yeah. think that raccoon has no eyes anymore. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah! The thing, it's oh like God. mouse, mouse must have like, there is a limiter on like <laughs> the amount of power that this robot is supplied because they found in tests it actually could draw way too much and uh, the batteries could like overheat or something. They're like, oh man. And so yeah. they're like, well, it doesn't need to be strong, but he found whatever the fuck that was or something and took it off. So this I, robot- Yeah, like- Mouse <laughs> Mouse has taken the child safety off of this child's <laughs> robot. Yeah, yeah. And in his head, there's like two dice and they land on ones and he goes, raccoon eyes. And <laughs> Jesus Christ. it's like, I, you can't write this stuff. This is just the love of the game right love now. Of the game. Uh, <laughs> just a master like, perfecting his craft. Yeah. Using the <laughs> torque that is able to uh, pluck eyes out of a raccoon, Mouse guides the robot into gouging these or mapache eyes which there would be like lightning coursing across it if it was like a <laughs> yeah. Yeah. show
the fucked up thing is that Mapache is one of the reasons, one of the the main reasons why people were moving out of this abandoned house uh, alongside with like logistical reasons of not having good food source. But this is huge. This is a game changer. And if this had happened, mm-hmm. you know, a month ago, maybe Grandpa Smegma and co. <laughs> wouldn't have left when they did. And mm-hmm. you got to yeah, think about the, what could have happened in an alternate uh, timeline. When the when the family was still there, like Mapache kept his distance because, you know, there were these large predators around. But as soon as they left, like your community was violently attacked by this this terrible raccoon who not only ate up your food stores, but your people. And so, yeah, like, unfortunately, people like Grandpa Smegma had to pay the ultimate price for this. So this is a victory, but but coming too late as Mapache screams, having been relieved of his horrible, beady little eyes. Uh, we go over to Roger Daniels. Roger, what do you do? Arnie, did you have like, did you say you had multiple bands and like one of them yeah. was like in the mouth? You just kind of yeah, got the I rest think, with I you? Think he has two resistance bands, one for hands and one for feet. You know, this is, right, how, right. You know, this is just how working out goes. You use two bands, one in your hand and one in your feet. Um, and so he, yeah, so, he's probably got another one like so clipped if, to him. If right I there. asked you to like uh, toss me one, you could probably from where you're, because oh, the raccoon yeah. at this and point what is, is tossing up. if not pushing to yeah, it? I, <laughs> Pushing with the style, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just sort of pushing in sort of a different way. Um, um, yeah, so I'll happily toss you a band. Okay, so here's um, <laughs> here's what Roger does, and I want to use I want to use charm for this because I'm relying on my teammates here rather than my own like physical prowess, James. And you let me know if this works. So I want to ask Scarn to throw me one of the bands. And then I want to. Well, I got. I should. I just like live this moment and then roll for it, or should I? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so in this game, what they want uh, you to establish is what you're trying to do, okay, and what your intent is when when you roll, and then we roll. Here's what I'll say. So I want to get the band from Scarn. I want to extend an olive branch or an olive band to Mark and trust him to not let go. As I jump off the chimney and stretch off onto the roof so that I can like make the fall onto the roof, which for a borrower is like a long distance, but uh, not that far. And then I want to go to the edge of the roof and do the call that I know from the humans that they would do whenever the cats, whenever the the girl would feed the stray cats, you know, like, Mm. like. Or like kind of thing, so that so that the cats will come up to the roof. The the some of the feral cat community that we have a good relationship with, and uh, is that possible? Oh yeah, absolutely. I you know you have this animal husbandry. No wait, it's not you that has that's animal Skarn. husbandry. I do. Yeah. That's Scarn. But I mean, I, that's something that Scarn must have trained the cats into doing is coming to. And the and I'll say my my charm here and the way I I can blend in any situation is the ability I have to be like a human in this moment in calling these cats. You know what I mean? Like they are like, Oh shit, there's a jar of tuna or a can of tuna up here or something. Is there like instinct when they hear this cry? <laughs> Roger uh, Daniels, every man. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Jar of tuna. Uh, jar, just <laughs> a, those, 
those jars, those uh-huh. big glass old glass jars, yeah. well, like a <laughs> jar of well, mayonnaise. This, but. this family was very big into pickling, so <laughs> oh, <laughs> tuna, yeah. tuna, pickled tuna is a thing, kind of. <laughs> okay, um, so what do I what do I roll for that? Uh, so I think like it seems like that might be charm based if you're like trying to yeah. Because I'm also, it's like yeah. bringing the team if, together. If, yeah, if you're exerting your influence on the world through mental whatever, I think you're like that, the Pied yeah. Piper. You're trying to charm the uh, cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I I described this in my email as uh, interpersonal appeal uh, or <laughs> migdal factor and croppitude. <laughs> yeah. So I I think controlling the actions of cats definitely falls in one of those two categories. Oh. Yeah. Steven that is Venn diagrams doing a circle. That IRL. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I just want to get them up here because I imagine like again uh, what's its name is afraid they're natural enemies you know when a raccoon comes <laughs> on these feral cats turf like but that's why he came in the house right because feral right. cats can't and they're hungry because they haven't been fed yeah. in a while because the family's yeah. gone yeah uh, and they smell blood because of the eyes right. <laughs> oh god do I roll one cats or two or eat a raccoon <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh my god yeah they'll suburban nightmare do I just roll one? So that would depend on your talents, right? And so far, I know we've got spit bubbles is one. <laughs> uh, well, I, what I would say is, um, okay, I've, I have two options. Yeah, yeah. The one, mm-hmm. the kind of everyman one for both my teammates and the cats. My other one is uh, like the helper, like cleaning up. And uh, I guess you could call this taking out the trash. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, if, you, if you get my drift, I don't know. I feel like the inserting myself into situations is again, was my ability to mimic and reflect the human way of life, L- sleep with them in their bed, repeat their cat calls. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I, I, I will say Casey very honestly as the game master, it sounds like a bit of a stretch in this particular <laughs> scenario. Hey, well, uh, I got a rubber band, and- my man. I'm I'm on your side and I want to see you succeed, uh, but that's just beyond the pale. So we're going to be rolling one dice in this scenario, okay. but, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for you. I'm hoping. All right. Um, Googled dice rollers. Us going to uh, Florida is going to be a after credits montage, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, yeah, yep. you weren't joking about the series. It's just going to be us trying to get all the way to Florida for 10 months. Okay, uh, so this is uh, legit, but I do have a one here. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And I don't know if I – do I get a bonus for charm or that's just – or well – You had to roll under your charm. Yeah. You did. Yeah, what I, I think happens – yeah, you just had to roll under your charm and one is always going to be under your charm. But whenever you roll a one in this system, that is a critical success. So Wow. Mm. Like – I, I, I think Roger Daniels like must have a perfect sort of mimic call for the sound of an opening can of tuna. Oh, does his does the sound go in the spit bubble and it can carry itself far? Oh yeah, yes, that's it. Yeah, who gives a shit, right? Yeah, or something. Uh, we pointed out multiple times that this is a cartoon. Uh, <laughs> it's a real power. Yeah. So, yeah. so that bubble pops and like suddenly, meow, 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 
Jellicles from all over the neighborhood uh, come like pouring up the side of this house. Like I think this house has like I'm imagining like World War Z. Like, <laughs> Real quick, yeah. Oh my god. Real quick though. Actually, you know what? Can I uh, can I live out super quickly the moment between these other yes. two? Well, first I was right by Mouse and you know was in swiping distance of this thing, but Mouse has gone up there and taken the eyes out of this thing and basically like is like a shield so I like run right between his legs uh, past the raccoon yell for Skarn like um, can I borrow the band buddy well of, of course and, and I phew. take it and I do sort of a push yeah big, yeah, big push. air push and it uh, flies <laughs> up and I grab it and and Mark, ah. and Mark who is kind of like stumbled on the ground I go over and I I'm just I'm sitting like that sad like sad Eeyore <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you mean. Like, yeah, hands gonna be between your legs, and uh, like, and um, I'm such a, I can't say anything. <laughs> I run over to him. I just like with Scarn, where he put his arm out, and I didn't understand. But this time, I put my arm out for Mark Commando style, and I grab his hand and I I pull him up and like put my hand on his shoulder, and I hand him one side of the band, uh, and I say, uh, "Human or elfin folk." You're one of us, and I trust you. And uh, he jumps off uh, the side uh, with, like, Mark holding up the band. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> Mark just lets go of the band, like, uh, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> so, the, and that, that was how I stretched down to the roof, and then the, and then we cut back to Catapocalypse. Uh, Excellent. So, yeah, the cats are climbing up the side of this place. I think this is like one of those places that has a a wooden uh, lattice with ivy going up the side of it. And so the cats like come up this ivy and it's still like the very early morning just as the sun is rising. So you just see this sea of glowing green eyes like (laughs) coming encircling the the chimney and roof. And And that they're they're excited about tuna and oh yeah there's a sudden shift of energy yeah (laughs) oh guys some bad news uh the (laughs) little robot powers off because it only had these like double a batteries that we've been like reusing right Uh, they're the ones that you put your the uh, you can check the amount of battery they have by putting your hand putting your fingers on the two but you have to get like you have to get multiple (laughs) you have to get multiple elfin folk to help you do it and you're in a rush this morning and uh, I'm just going to shoot myself in the foot to make this uh, more difficult. Anyway, it powers down. Mm. Yeah, and I, I'll do the same thing. And I think that with the with the vigor of having its eyes torn out, um, a, it, it fills with with rage and snaps my band. Neck. And its maw is now wide. <laughs> snaps my neck and I fall. I fall two stories to the floor below, and I'm dead. Thank you all. Bye. Yeah, I love it. Arnie, play us off, Arnie. Uh, <laughs> I think then with, with this situation, the raccoon is thrown into a violent frenzy, snapping at everything within reaching distance, which I believe right now is everyone except for Roger Daniels, who has been so I- knocked over by a cat and is uh, tumbling off the side uh, just to put myself in similar peril. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! Okay, <laughs> he's not. Jesus. Yeah, let's. He's like sliding down the a uh, little bit of the tile. He's uh, gonna. He- then, he's headed to the gutter. Yeah, he's headed to the gutter. Oh yeah. Oh oh, and an important thing earlier, Stephen. I need you to mark one point of mental stress from from that. I did. Oh good. All right. Good Excellent. Man. Cool. Uh, I played the game. Stephen's Stephen's a good boy, and we'll all remember that. 
so I need everyone to make, I think it is either a slyness or an agility roll to get out of the way of this raccoon's jaws as he is snapping in the air. I guess his claws too, because like he's sort of violently scrabbling forward to get whatever he can. Uh, I failed. I rolled an eight. Okay. Me too. I I, I rolled a uh, seven and my slyness is six. <sighs> yeah, I rolled a seven and my agility is a six. Oh gosh. Do you want me to roll? For yeah, my this is for situation? you not falling off the roof. Okay. I have, I rolled a two and my agility is uh six. Excellent. So what what happens? Everyone kind of around Mapache is struck, you know, pretty violently either by claws or snapping jaws. I, I think a scarn, you get slashed pretty good across the chest with claws. For mouse, I think the robot is like knocked over and it kind of rolls over you and you get crushed a little bit. And for Mark Makers, I think it snaps and like its jaws close around your helmet, which mm. thank God you are wearing your helmet. Everybody is for everybody. Yeah, for sure. That's the moral of this story. We got uh, it. Is that a <laughs> play us off, Arnie? It doesn't fucking matter who fucking cares. <laughs> and B, wear a helmet. <laughs> that's that's what we do care about is uh, safety. So. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone take two physical damage. If you have physical armor, you can take that from the armor first. How much armor do you have stressed? Uh, you have three armor stress, no matter what your three armor, armor is. Okay. And the physical, how does this work on the character? How much total physical stress? So you have total six physical before you're in trouble. Got Once it. you hit three you're going to receive penalties to the things that you do. Got it. So I've taken two. You said two for the armor? Yes. And we get to Roger Daniels stumbling down this roof. I think this roof has got like one of those. Have you ever seen those roofs where in between the shingles, there are like these kind of weird metal catches mm-hmm. that they've got put yes. in, bolted mm-hmm. in there. So I think like you're bouncing sort of like a pachinko machine, a plinko machine. You're just bouncing between these. Oh, good. Um, oh, And you're like spinning and spinning. You hit the gutter with a bounce because there are a bunch of leaves piled in the gutter. You bounce up and you're in the air falling and you just manage to catch the side of the gutter as you dangle over the abyss of the waiting rose bushes below. And we get kind of a quick flashback. These are the prize rose butches of one of the adults in the family, and you used to watch them tend to it peacefully back in the good old days. And you sort of come back as those are now a looming threat to you because an elfin folk, let's face it, square doubling rule, you could probably survive a fall like this. But onto thorns... I don't know. And the thing is, it's like they were well kept and and taken care of when she was here, but it's been a year. And so uh, they've just kind of gotten out of control. There's way more. Yeah, way more thorns and stems than there are blooms than uh, you'd normally find. And I don't know. Is that like a fucking thing? 
Uh, I love, yeah, that's who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who cares? cares, right? It looks nasty. It's a cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Roses naturally just want to be stems and thorns. <laughs> yeah, that's that it. Makes sense. That makes <laughs> Without sense. Like human intervention. Yeah, that's right. Are, God, what is it? These these are Apollyon rose bushes. Of course, we all know Paul the Apostle, famously the least horny apostle who said every time he got horny, he would throw <laughs> himself into a rose bush. Uh, a real thing that Paul said. Uh, so, And the this, national rose bush uh, or the uh, state rose bush of uh, Michigan. In the, uh, yeah, the, the, the Apollyon rose, the least it, horny it, rose bush <laughs> that has very few blooms, but a lot of thorns. We need to bring that back, honestly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Throwing yourself into rose bushes when you get when too horned too out. When you get yeah. too horny. Dude, they, it, we, <laughs> the quarantine horny, I think, has really yeah. affected people in a lot of <laughs> different ways. And, and you know, that's a potential solution. <laughs> you know when you see memes? You see memes, it's like, uh, like go to horny jail. Like, do not pre- – it's like, go to horny bush. And <laughs> it's just like a picture. Jail. Uh, yeah. Thorny jail. Thorny jail. Thorny jail. <laughs> <laughs> thorny jail. A thorny jail for horny crime. Uh, we've done it. Horn, uh, so, thorny jail and for horny And that's the game of Elfin. <laughs> hey, heroes, it's James, your game master, and welcome to the mid-roll. Heroes, have you ever listened to an episode of One Shot or another show on the One Shot Network and said, gosh, I wish this was written instead of improvised, shorter, and starred Liz Anderson? Well, I've got good news for you because we've got a radvertisement this week from Paired. Take it away, Perry. Paired. Now reading. Show description for podcast Paired. Paired is a short-form comedy fiction podcast, exploring guided meditations and musings from your digital assistant. Paired is a podcast that answers the question, what if Alexa weren't evil? Paired will debut its new season on September 25th, featuring guest stars such as Janet Varney, Philip Molina, Addison Peacock, Alex Flanagan, Sarah Shockey, and many more. Paired is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. End show description. Unpaired. Heroes, we are approaching the end of the Skyjack's Call of the Sky Kickstarter campaign. And that means we're also approaching the end of the Call of the Sky Lyrics Contest. To refresh your memory, as part of our Kickstarter campaign... Arnie Parrott is running a lyrics contest for Call of the Sky. All you have to do is write your own verse for Call of the Sky and send it into callofthesky_lyrics at gmail.com, where Arnie will read entries, consider his favorites, and then select a collection of winners to perform and include on the Captain's Edition of the Call of the Sky album. Submissions end this month. If you're interested in participating, you can head to the link in our show notes to watch a YouTube video where Arnie explains what he thinks makes good lyrics for this song. Then write your verse and send it to callofthesky_lyrics at gmail.com. Good luck, heroes, and take flight. 
A big thanks to all of our backers on Patreon. We're going to be generating a new list of backers soon, so if you haven't already, head over to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and sign up to support us. That helps us put on amazing productions like this and pay for the talents of Arnie Parrott and Casey Tony to create music and edit it. This show wouldn't be what it is without you. And now, with all that out of the way, let's get back to the show. So you're in a very precarious situation. Everyone else has like just been attacked by this raccoon. There are all of these feral cats uh, that kind of <laughs> smell helping, yes. blood on the wind. <laughs> you know, there's hissing and yowling around you. I, I think they're just waiting for someone to take command of this situation. Skarn, it's your oh, yeah. turn. Skarn has built up a, a rather wonderful relationship with the cats I think Skarn, before he uh, ran a gym, well, when he ran a gym, he also ran a shelter. And that's his his husbandry is learned from his his affection for lost animals. Mm. Um, and so I think Skarn also, to his point of view, I think these these cats just showed up out of nowhere, right? Like he didn't, Roger didn't say the plan or anything like that. And so Roger is gone and suddenly there's just tons and tons of cats. And so Skarn, I think, is is thrilled and pleased and uh attempts to basically use you can't retrain cats but you can uh you can't urge them to do things and he's going to use the various uh he's going to use the the animal training techniques he's used to urge them to point out the raccoon basically to, well also aren't you because you're human so you would smell different than an elephant folk. that's You'd true smell familiar that's yeah. that's true and yeah. if there's one thing guess, we've learned doesn't matter how long you've lived as an elephant folk nope. <laughs> yeah doesn't change your physiology. Yeah, your right. physiology. Yep. Um, yeah, so I think he's going to um, – he's still – I think Skarn still is impulsively, even though he's been slashed in the chest, is still just like in the face of this raccoon. He didn't mm-hmm. run. He's still trying to get there. And so I think he's going to beckon the cats to him with a cool. roll. What, what, uh, so I'm obviously adding uh, – yeah, using husbandry, but what, what is the base roll for this? This is either wit or – uh, charm, right? Because you're I'll you're, you're trying to yep. influence these cats or being clever using these cats. Oh yeah, I got a three. All right, nice. uh, I I'm imagining that's gonna do it. So yeah, so he he does like a uh, almost like a his robe has been like torn asunder and is fluttering in the breeze, and it's he almost is a he manish moment. <laughs> where he just goes to me, and all the cats just yeah do what they they do. Yeah, the, the, the cats swarm on top of this raccoon. And raccoons are bigger than cats, and they are smarter than cats. Uh, so even though this raccoon is blind, like, this isn't, you know, a, a fully decided fight, especially as, like, some of these cats are flung to the side and, and roll and, like, scrabble to, to try and stop themselves from falling off the roof you know the the raccoon is still a really viable threat in this situation even with the feral cats like going after it uh like uh like skarn said you know you can't really train a cat you can urge them to do certain things though and if it looks like this situation is breaking bad for them uh, they might decide to run away instead 
So or stay, this is a very stay four feet situation. away and just hiss doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they might go into a series of two horny songs uh, <laughs> explaining this is themselves. Playing right into what I want to do. <laughs> Wait a minute. Am I about to get another job out of this? <laughs> do I have to write more sexy cat music? <laughs> That's all the in in this dystopic future of 2020. That's the only music that we have left in our hearts is yep. horny cat music. But if you um, ain't doing that in your free time already, then I don't know what to tell you. That's on you. Oh, don't I? Yeah, I already have an album of horny cat songs. <laughs> Just for daddy. Let it yeah, drop. The, Let it drop. Yeah, yeah. No, when the world needs it most, then it shall appear. I would like to turn to Mark Makers because I think this is a critical moment, a moment that is waiting yes. for someone with the heart of a hero to step in. And I think he's, this is a turning point because he, what he fell into was his old patterns and they didn't work. So he has to not just be a hero. He has to be a real human being. And like the song from drive. Uh, yeah that's right you still have you still have the band by the way uh i still have the band and so what i want to do is take that band have put my foot on one end hold it up and have it like a little bit of a dung 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 like a like a bass bass calm it with a power and i want to use my talent to perfect pitch oh my god to sing the cats (laughs) into Concentrated action. (laughs) 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 All right. You're you're going to go. Your move. It was a a Chung Dung Dung song sound. What was the sound effect? Yeah, yeah. You're like a a bass, like a dung 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 dung. Like a jughead. Yeah, a perfect D flat to get those cats into action. (laughs) Yeah. I love the note that they don't realize is perfect. Yeah. Uh, roll this for me. All right. Well, I guess this is uh, part of my charm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do a perfect pitch. So I got I get lower than a nine. Pretty is pretty. Uh... Well, it's not it's not adding two. You're you're rolling two dice and trying to get. Oh, rolling two dice. Okay. Yeah. Well, I rolled that. Great. A five and a three. So yeah, yeah, nailed it. Um, yeah. This is. music that inspires or or urges violence in cats towards large predators, (laughs) I think is what you've stumbled onto in your scientific research. I mean, you know, Ant-Man as a character was manifold because Ant-Man not only could grow and shrink in size, but also communicate with and control ants. So right. And the mighty might. MIT, mm-hmm. uh, he understands that uh, these uh, parasitic uh, bugs also are found on cats. So he had to study cats too. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I love it. Sure. If, you, if you didn't think of this, and one on, of the main everybody. areas of study uh, in regards to cats is uh, what frequency makes them want to kill. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've honestly been waiting for this to happen since we started playing. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, with that, I I think the cats dive forward and I think they tackle onto the raccoon, pinning it down and more and more cats like go in and, you know, you can hear like it's croaking screams, the the same scream that 
the children of the elfin folk community would fear at night uh, and tell each other stories <laughs> about as this mapache is just sort of like whittled down the different elfin folk in your community. Uh, finally, it's death knell sounds and, and you are safe. But in the struggle, I, I think Mouse's power armor is knocked to the side. And we cut to kind of a far shot of a plastic toy kind of clacking and clattering <laughs> down this roof. Mouse is still trapped inside of it, I want to say. So oh, Mouse yeah. is going off the roof as well in this power suit. Does he wait? Um, does he fall entirely off the roof yet or is he on the way? I'm waiting on James. Where's he I, going? I, if it's going by me, I would I would make an attempt to grab it. Well, you were kind of focused on the cat thing. Perfect. Like we have Mark and Scarn, the cats, but of course it's got to go by Roger Daniels. So right? I, 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 here's what I want to do. Like, I know that that would be like agility to do whatever I'm going to do, but what I want to mm-hmm. do is try to just, as it's falling, I'm not particularly strong. I can't do anything about this. I just want to try to grab mouse out of it. Uh, as it's falling, kind of uh, Aladdin style when the uh, the tower like rolls and he gets right underneath the hole and kind of like that. So, I mean, I could either do agility or vigilance to just be ready for that. But I feel like. Ooh, might be- yeah. You know what? We'll, we'll call it uh, agility uh, would be to kind of very quickly grab this falling power armor. But vigilance is like specifically trying to grab for mouse. Uh-huh. and get mouse out this is oh. going to be hard so uh it's going to be minus two to your okay. stat just just to create a little bit of a safety net right now mouse is trying to um restart it trying to do a little power cycle and see if we can get any more juice any more juice out of this thing and he's like turning it off turning right, it on yeah. again turning it off turning it on again it also has been modded um the the suit has been modded with some buzz Lightyear wings uh, <laughs> Uh, which yes. he has extended in in case it does go over the edge. Um, so maybe we can <laughs> fall with style if we have mm-hmm. to. All right. So um, and I don't have a relevant talent for this. So I will say capture us in a spit bubble. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm rolling one, subtracting two, and then with my vigilance. Oh, that's you're rolling one. Roll you're rolling one. You're trying to get under whatever your vigilance minus two is all right i got three yeah i'll take a screenshot right now i got a goddamn three but that's a five but (laughs) my vigilance is seven that's one my uh top one that's perfect so we zoom into this toy when you look at it from the size of an elfin folk type person, it is a much more dramatic moment as it, it like thundering clatters down over the edge of the roof, over the gutters. Mouse has been like bounced around in the cockpit and is like completely discombobulated and has this moment where he can see beneath him those waiting thorn bushes with their long stems and their crazy thorns that would punish any horny saint. Um, <laughs> oh, but- uh, sorry, Stephen, you stepped away for a second when we uh, uh, got into We're a little talking something. about the... There was an apostle who threw himself into uh, thorny rose bushes when he was feeling randy. 
<laughs> yeah, you didn't have to catch me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've read the Bible. I, I, yeah. I know Paul. Who do you think my confirmation name was? Okay. <laughs> like you're, you're facing this like dizzying fate beneath you. And how, what, what is it like when Roger grabs Mouse? So I think Mouse? like Roger had been hanging like off the edge of this above the rose bushes, like, Oh, vertigo. And, but he's like slowly, like, you know, he's made his way back up after getting kind of banged up from the roll. And it's that point where he is standing on the edge of the, um, gutter kind of like doing that thing with the arms out, like bending knees, like, Oh, I'm going to fall back or forward. Like one of these. And he just gets balanced when like he sees what's happening and, you know, he just, he braces himself and, by chance, his timing of it and where it fell was like just right. And he manages to like, I want to say he like grabs mouse how he can and it's not graceful at all. But the thing is, there's all those leaves there. So he mm-hmm. like yanks him. But in order to do it, he has to kind of jump and like fall. So he grabs him, but then they like fall into the leaves. But assumedly and- he's safe. Mouse gets yanked out of the rig, out of his uh, robot with, right as he activates the wings, oh. as an emergency protocol, and as the uh, the robot goes over the edge, wouldn't you believe it? It <laughs> freaking flies. Yeah. Well, because what? Because <laughs> it the- just it just starts flying, and it just is flying, and it's not stopping, and. Oh my God! It's f- into the next yard, and it keeps going. And Mouse is like looking at uh, Roger Daniels, grateful to be saved. And then he turns and sees his contraption still just flying somehow. And he goes, "It worked! It worked! It worked!" And, and then, and then, as the firework artillery shell that was attached to the wings. Uh, with like a little like matchbook, uh, yeah. <laughs> as the fuse reaches, reaches, reaches the <laughs> the shell fully, it explodes in the distance. That doesn't have to. That's Unfortunately, yeah, does, into the Pentagon. Yeah, yeah. There's a family. There's a family like oh two God. houses down that's eating breakfast, uh, and they just have this like tiny explosion in their backyard, and like spark uh, green it's sparks like his and birthday, flying train. And, and he thought everyone forgot, and that it explodes, and he goes, "Oh, my family did Put remember on a birthday," and they're they're brought closer together than they've ever been. Yeah, before. and our next I, I, episode I will follow explosions. their story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very dramatic. That's going to be great. We'll, we'll we'll see how faithful that we we can stay to that. Uh, but. We we cut to Scarn and uh, uh, Mark Makers who have kind of resolved the raccoon problem. It's the feral cat. So we're up on the roof. Still. Yeah, we're up on the roof. All right. <sighs> <sighs> and uh, <sighs> uh, so what? You got bit in the helmet, right? What happened? Yeah. Yeah. So my helmet's cracked. So I take off my helmet. Yeah. I throw it to the side, and I say, "I'm no longer a human hero." I'm an elfin hero. But none of us can hear you because oh. of the screaching cats and raccoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, what? In your heart. Oh, no. In your heart. The audience can hear. Our audience what can is it? Hear. Mark, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, we, need to go, we need to go help our friends. And I run over to the gutter and I tear back like a, a leaf 
and in it I have like modded like a like a mat like a uh, match. What's what is it called? The kids and Boy Scouts make those wood cars. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, sorry. Match, matchbox car. Matchbox car. Yeah. yeah. Matchbox. Well, pinewood like, derby. Like the wood, like the, pinewood derby. Pinewood derby. A pinewood derby car. Yeah. That is in the gutter. Dude, that's crazy. Say, Come on. <laughs> oh, and. Skarn <laughs> loves a gadget, and <laughs> Skarn loves to ride and things. So Skarn so happily jumps gets in. in, and I pull the stopper from the front, and we just start going <sighs> down the gutters. And it's badass, bobsled yeah. style. Yeah, I, I think you will cruise on by uh, the the two who have just miraculously swung themselves up, uh, giving them a chance to to join you. Yes. And we drive all the way down to Florida from the gutter system, the complex gutter system that goes. Honestly, a high-speed gutter system is what our, our government should be uh, investing well, in. Well, that's what they, they replace it with the internet. That's what happens. Mm. There's a series of tubes. I mean, go. anybody who's been to Florida would probably believe <laughs> that there's a high-speed gutter system that leaves, leaves from the rest of the country to Florida. Yeah, but the pro- they're, what, they're relying on Elon Musk to build it. And it's like, it's not going to happen. Uh, it's, or it's not going to be implemented the way that you want. Dude. Right. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You got these solar panels on your roof and then the fucking gutter has blue lights on it and it's actually <laughs> falling apart. Anyway. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I've got this great gutter were, system. I thought, uh, <laughs> I thought Mouse and Roger were on the ground on, in the yard already. But if not, oh, they can move back on. Yeah, we have that well, moment where you are in driving the by and you very quickly say, get in, we're going shopping. Yeah. We'll <laughs> yeah. Now we're in the in the thing and so it's, right it's happy. You. And we get down to the bottom of the gutter. Yeah, so so you're there at the bottom of the gutter. The the, the sun has, has now like, yeah, you've <laughs> rolling out. The sun has now uh, risen in the sky over the neighborhood. Uh, we can see that you are on a road. We said Michigan, right? Yeah, upper up peninsula. The UP. Yeah, yeah, so the UP. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mike's uh, doing the. I, I was kind of thinking there. maybe this could be Detroit, and you're just in an abandoned part of the city now. Like. There's nobody on this block. There's nobody on the next block, really. We can be in an abandoned part of Upper Michigan. I guess that's I mean, true. Michigan, yeah, yeah, Michigan yeah. in general Most has been pretty ravaged. Yeah, like even the... Uh, wait, I, I have a question, James. Are, are we working mm-hmm. towards uh, an ending here? Or are we? Yes, we are. Absolutely. Okay. Do, you, um, do, you have a, do you have a firm idea for that? Because I, I, I think we should get you to Florida just very quickly. What I was going to uh, say is, thought. what if, like, however we come, you know, we this thing happens and then there's, like, happens to be a, a truck passing at, with a bunch of oranges on the side of the uh, <laughs> the uh, decal and it says, like, genuine Florida oranges. And you and you hear the tru- trucker talking to somebody like, yeah, all out, time to end. <laughs> Okay, there we go. Yeah, that, like, that was the, uh, yeah. that I mean, was the logics that I, I needed to be met. Is that it was an empty truck of oranges going back to Florida to get yeah. more oranges? Yeah, more what truckers go that's all across works, the country? They sure. go all across the country. Trucks yeah. go one place, they drop it off, and then they drive back empty uh, to go. Get well, more. okay, he's got a uh, he's bringing back um, Michigan Michigan plums. He's bringing back Michigan plums. Yeah. Which is plenty. You know what? That's great, Mike, because that gives us that gives us plenty to eat on the way. See, Ooh, that, that, that that's plums. better than my my idea was simply that you could just book a, a flight 
to to go to Florida because it's pre nine eleven. Yeah, guys, I got I got matters. I got big, <laughs> not a big deal. Once again, I was thinking, yeah, like the rescuers where they have their own mouse version of airports. They, there's probably a bar or a system of airports. Well, I was gonna say I was gonna say that Skarn's actually a time traveler, and so we could just go to the future <laughs> and then uh mm. and then fly from there. Mouse has on a no. USB uh, a program that will um, have Y2K happen for real and wipe out all human technology, kind of like uh, Escape from New York or whichever one of those uh, Snake Plissken movies, he he, mm-hmm. he stops all, all human technology. Um, so that happens as well. So what if we, what if uh, all four of us present these ideas uh, <laughs> uh, to each other and then we're like, oh, like which one of these two? <laughs> All four characters. That's all. Um, those are all kind of fun writing. ideas. That well, I, I think more important than how you get to Florida. I'm I'm now realizing that mm. probably arriving in Florida was was too lofty a goal uh, for this. What's inevitably going to be a two part series that took us four hours to record. <laughs> um, I think what happens is you have rolled out of the gutter uh, into the sunlight of, of, of this new day, uh, all sitting in this Pinewood Derby car together, just seeing the horizon of, of the new world around you. And I just think you need to take a moment together to say some things. Uh, I hate, hate to see grumps like that, but... Uh... I'm glad you boys made it. You know, Grandpa Smegma had on his person before we had to make our quick getaway this Dreamcast memory card, and he's oh. maxed out his chow in the brief time since the party <laughs> and his demise. Wow. He and he named a- it He named it Mark Mark Makers. Golly. I don't know what that says about that's, your relationship with Grandpa Smegma. Do, do you all realize that that's my name. <laughs> what? That's my name. Yeah, but do you get that? Does your elfin brain get that? That's my. <laughs> name. That's my name. Yeah, we we get it, Mark. Yeah, Mark Dobbs. That's why it's notable. But my what my name, what I was born and given, <laughs> is on that. Yeah, buddy. It's uh, I know your last time you saw real technology was in the seventies, but this is a Dreamcast memory card. We're all familiar. I explained how your website worked, yeah, and the, you're getting really hung up on this. This guy refuses to acknowledge technology past the Atari. Wait, does that mean? What is that? What is, here's the question, bud. What have you learned through this experience? Why don't you just go ahead and say it out loud for us here? I, I've learned, learned something. <laughs> I, for one, I learned... Don't talk over somebody else. <laughs> You're right. Let me finish. <laughs> Skarn has learned that perhaps... Do I really need to wrestle a wizard to feel like a man? <laughs> no. I think I feel like a man when I'm here with my friends. So maybe we go to Florida. Maybe we stay here in Upper Michigan. But I just want to make sure that I'm Hanging out with you guys. Yeah, let's go to Florida, though. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. You have your moment. I just wanted to do that before uh, you did your thing. Does that change your moment at all, Mark? No. Because my moment is all of our moments. My moment is 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 with you, Mouse. Uh, 
teaching me the internet. My moment is with you, Roger, giving me giving me human drink. It, my, my moment is with you, Skarn, knowing that our blood is pure. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, okay. All right. Kind of, kind of a so 70s nice. viewpoint, but... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like Skarn's moment. Skarn's, yeah. Skarn's yeah. moment was nice. Yeah, let's go back. No, Skarn. no, wait. I'm, I'm getting all sorry. I had, you know, I, my head was bit. So, oh, all right. <laughs> what I mean is, the blood of the covenant mm. just kind of... is thicker mm. than the water of the veins. You know, and the water of the veins is blood, <laughs> and so that's not as thick as the what we share, which is a metaphorical blood would you say, of our covenant. He would, you say, would, you, yeah. <laughs> would you say we're family, Mark? I'd say family's just a word. God damn it, Mark. But our feelings. I didn't, I didn't learn not to care about family. You can't just give me this. <laughs> I just don't think Roger could have walked you up to this gate any easier. <laughs> I think that what we've shared in the last day has taught me more than what I've had in the last 25 years. I realize it's only the past five minutes or so. <laughs> it's been all, I've been thinking about it all day before and now. Is it crazy to say I love you? Is that crazy? Oh, Mark, I say it to you all the goddamn say, time. It's been 25 yeah, right, years. Is it, <laughs> is it crazy for me to say it? Mark, is that like. Mark, that, that does not compute. <laughs> JK, it does compute. <laughs> Now, Mark. Uh-huh. H-A-H-A. So you have this moment where you laugh together in this Pinewood Derby car. As it rounds a corner, there is a novelty uh, signpost on the corner that, that points out the various distances of like notable things. You know, one sign going, it's uh, only a, this many thousand miles to uh, Los Angeles. And one sign going, it's only this many miles to the Leaning Tower of Pisa in this direction. And of course, there's one that just generically says Florida. And you're about to... I guess Flintstone style accelerate your Pinewood Derby car towards Florida. <laughs> well, we're in the Upper Peninsula, so everything is downhill. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that's gonna help you for a while, which is great. <laughs> As you do that, a wizard appears in front of your Pinewood Derby car. Scorn of human strength. No, I have been watching you, low. <laughs> These 25 years My God, is after that I cursed you and plucked you from your position as a fitness instructor on Muscle Beach in, no, wait, it, is it different in Miami? I can't, it's Miami Beach, wherever. That's where you were. I plucked you from there, shrunk you down from tiny to tiny size to teach you a moral lesson that you finally <laughs> learned. And now there's only one more thing you need to do. And the wizard tears open his robe, revealing rows and rows of thick, veiny muscles beneath. <laughs> wrestle me! Wrestle me and reclaim your manhood! All right. <laughs> and uh, is the wizard human sized and scarnet? Yeah, how about those? Yes, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, uh, must be. Yeah, a scarn. 
all of his hullabaloo earlier has completely vanished in the face of his of his nemesis, and he uh, he fully attempts to wrestle and pin this wizard to yeah. the ground. I, I think into I think, his skin. Uh, our, our our scene stops as Skarn is rushing towards this muscular wizard, and it turns into a picture like the end of an anime. Uh, <laughs> Him leaping, we, yeah. With lots of leap, yeah. Action lines, and I suppose that's what elven folk is like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep. So yep. if you're looking for fun adventures of tiny people, that's elven folk. You know what oh, we have we do to do? Like little postage cards, postcards of us along the way. And just- yeah, yeah. I, I do actually. You know, I like the idea. Uh, of a group of wacky characters uh, in a uh, semi truck uh, heading cross country to a to a warm <laughs> tropical lo- uh, locale in America. Yeah. I think this would make for pretty good podcast material. Okay, you know what we'll do? I think actors might change over the course of development, but we'll develop this idea and we'll just save this for. Years after, well, we have a time. Like, we, we have a time travel product. machine, after all, don't we? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> quarantine. They, they have it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yes, and I think we should get everyone huh? together. We should get everyone together and record around one microphone, but just for a just little for bit. A, a few <laughs> episodes, <laughs> just for a little bit, uh, and then we kind of get it together. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. These are neo scum references. Anyway, there's a postcard of Mouse and his human girlfriend having um, sex. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think we have a credit sequence that is postcards yeah. from their road trip on the way to right. Florida. Honestly, it doesn't look that different from the wrestling. <laughs> in, in all of these postcards, all you see are Skarn's feet because he's huge again. <laughs> yeah, he did it. Yeah. I love that. Uh, and we know Mouse goes on to have sex with his human girlfriend from Florida. <laughs> he gets uh, over his prejudices against humans, and uh, he gets a- Mark does twenty three and Me, and finds out that his mother was Elfin. <laughs> and, and his mother was Elfin folk, and his father. <laughs> his father. <laughs> and he had just been deluded the whole time. He was just yeah. born huge, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, he got reverse a, honey. Reverse. I yeah, from yeah, the kids. exactly. Yeah, as a baby, yeah, blew, blew up the kid. That's yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah, we zoom out from the postcards mm-hmm. that we see, and it's. uh Roger looking fondly at them in the new Cooper Miller household. And he, like you see, he's by the refrigerator and there's a bunch of things like memories and notes and kids papers magnetized on the refrigerator. And then he takes these tiny postcards and he has little tiny magnets. And at the very bottom right corner of the fridge, he magnetizes them on. And there's a TV playing in the background with the news report of 9-11 happening. Yeah. It's a little dark, but like the production team insisted mm-hmm. it because they thought that was too yeah. saccharine an ending. And they're like, oh, we want you to know 9-11 still happens. Uh, and then Roger says, universe. oh, I can't wait for my friends to arrive here and visit me on that flight 93. I'm going to go pick them up. <laughs> oh, no, no. All right. That's definitely it. Thank you, everyone, for recording oh. Elfin Folk with me. It was a delight, as always, yeah, what uh, a to blast. work with all of you. <laughs> Th- thanks, James, for having us. It was so great to play with all yeah, you guys. So oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Great. very yeah. fun, Arnie. Great playing with you for the first time, Steven. Yeah, I don't think we've ever even really met. Yeah, I've just, just been internet Actually, friends. 
you know what? I have I have a fun story for you guys. Oh, I want to hear it. Um, mm-hmm. Several years ago, I was sitting. I had just started working for James. I just started working for One Shot, and um, I was in. I was listening to all the shows in the network because I was trying to like like learn about stuff, and so I started listening to Neo Scum. And um, I was sitting in the long room, and you guys all came into the long. Room, oh my god! Uh, what? For some reason, and I was like, I was like, I was like, oh my god! I was with somebody. I'm like, I think that's the cast of Neo Scum. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think those. I think I think I kind of work with those guys now. And I was like, maybe I'll go say hi. No, 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 better not. So I never, I never came and said hi. But you guys were all wow, hanging out in the Arnie. long room, and we were all wow. hanging out at the same time. And I was too much of a coward, and I ran away. So now we're meeting for the first time. Well, we were a coward mm-hmm. too for not saying hi to a stranger. So yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. mm-hmm. yeah. I think it was also your fault. Now that I think about it, Arnie, hi. It's a long hello. overdue. Hello, nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. So fun. All right, let's record a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh what? Yeah, well, huh? Fans of one shot. We got a treat. A whole crew. And that's Casey Tony who discredited me. James Tomato's making sure it all runs smooth. It's a duo of duos. God, Mike McDonald, he's so dang great. And Mike Stephen Grope is here, and he's so divine. Oh, thank God. And I just can't believe it took me so many tries. If you need something done right the third time, call me. So sit back and listen because here we go. It's a duo of duos. Now let's get on with the show. Ooh, that was a good one, guys. Oh, I feel really nice about that. Oh. You know, I, I don't. I don't feel good about myself unless I've done a several part uh, tabletop role playing actual play podcast with with you guys. That's my like uh, secret to like I you don't know this, but that's the only way I can live. It's like my Dorian Gray picture. Mm-hmm. Well, I, if I don't, we got to do it. If I don't do it, I dissolve. And- ah, Arnie, your toes are cold, man. Get your foot off my. <sighs> I'm leg. sorry. I was just in the kitchen. I got everyone a glass of water. Are we all Thank good with you. water? It's, yeah, it's nice and warm like we like it. All right, guys, pull up the blanket in our big, wide bed that we all sleep in. Wait, I need a little, I, uh, little uh, help. Uh, this one's a weighted blanket. I'll <laughs> <laughs> help you with that, Stephen. Uh, <sighs> you, you guys ever think when, when you were younger and you saw the uh, Willy Wonka movie with the grandparents all sleeping in the uh-huh. bed? Uh-huh. I remember watching that and distinctly being like, I will never be in a situation like these people from this movie. Yeah. And here I am with three of my best friends and we're in Mm a bed just like in Willy Wonka with the grandparents. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I'm never going to be married. Yeah. I wouldn't trade it for the world, frankly. We're lucky and we're lucky to be all married together. Mm, Yeah. Just a big... does anyone mind? I'm so cold. Family. Does anyone mind if I go into the middle tonight? I know I'm normally on the okay. outside, but Climb just crawl middle. over here. Looks like he's going from being the crust to being the center of the pie. <laughs> Get in there. Yeah, there we go. All are. right, guys, let's let's uh, right. let's say our Ooh. our brief prayer <laughs> yeah, before let's, bed. Let's say our okay. bed, before bed um, prayer. I'll, I'll, we'll I'll all do one line of the yeah, prayer. Yeah, we all do the yep, as, right. as, as we um, do every night. I love my little friends of three, and when the sleep comes, I look at he. And with a twinkle 
of his eye. I softly whisper, good night and goodbye. All right. I, do you guys mind? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I have to jack off before I go to bed. <laughs> just, just turn the lights off. <laughs> I think that's great. Hey, Google, that's really, play that's, play that's rain work. sounds at volume ten. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I think that's honestly uh, an that's ideal. I'm yeah. coming immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, I made such a mess. Mike, that is a healthy discharge. <laughs> my, uh, you know, ironically, my sperm count is very low. Which makes me ask, what the hell is all this stuff? <laughs> and I'm the guy that doesn't know that coming is not just peeing. That's me. You can cut away before this. That's all, folks. This this is fun. (laughs) Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with The Break Room, a micro-RPG from the Ultimate Micro-RPG book. In the meantime, if you're looking for other great gaming shows, be sure to check out one of the other programs here on the One Shot Network. Like System Mastery. System Mastery is a delightful stroll through the history of role-playing games. Except the games are terrible and the hosts are real jerks about everything. Join hosts Jeff and John as they explore the weirdest games ever made to talk about what worked, what went wrong, and which Silverhawk was the best. It was Hotwing. You can find their shows at SystemMasteryPodcast.com or through a link on the OneShot website. Finally. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And this week, I have a very strong plea to all of you to make sure that you are registered to vote. Many of you are at your very last opportunity for registration. Be sure to Google the rules in your state and make sure that you're signed up. Some of you still have the opportunity to register on voting day at your polling location. Once again, make sure you Google your state and its rules. We need you in this election more than ever. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest OneShot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. One Shot is a production of the One Shot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at p-a-r-a-c-o-s-m-press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.